Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Good morning. Wait, 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 Waking you up. Every morning. Get up. Get the F up. It's Tucker and Mora. Someone asked me a pretty interesting question yesterday because we, uh, on our Energy Instagram account, Energy 95.3 Radio, had posted some pictures of our graduation. Someone was uh, asking, you know, what the old Tucker would say to, uh, sorry, what, what Tucker of today would say to the old Tucker. Oh, yeah. The one that was graduating. What would you, you say? Know. I think, and I, and I responded, I was like, I think I would just coach him on how to talk to women. And also the importance of like dressing cool, because I, you know, it, I would that say that is what you would say to the younger version of yourself. Are you serious? <laughs> well, no. If I had the ability to like go back in time and talk to you know Tucker, who's graduating high school, yes, yeah, I think I, I would just I, I, there would be some. I could probably have a half hour conversation with him that would set him on the right path. <laughs> Okay. About G- everything. Give it to me. Give me the half well, hour first conversation. Of all, it would in five be minutes. like you know, you know how to how to talk to women, and you know what to, you know how to approach picking up and are you and sure all that you've stuff. got that figured out? No, but I would be better today than I was certainly then. Right. Right. You know. Like, I used to just wait for girls to be attracted to me. Right. <laughs> so how long would you wait? <laughs> yeah. So what would you tell the younger version of yourself to do? Would you say walk up and say something to her? Yeah, and start talking to them. Oh. And just, you know, and listen. And uh, yeah. it's amazing, like, when you just spend time with someone, how that attraction will then start. Like, yes. my wife and I, when we met... Uh, she was visiting a friend that we had in common when I was living in London, Ontario, and she was in Montreal, so she traveled for the weekend. And I spent a weekend hanging out with her in a way that wasn't like I was trying to pick her up. Because, to be honest, she was friends with my ex-girlfriend, so she was sort of off-limits in my mind. Right, you sure. Know? <laughs> but just the laughing fruit. and having fun with her over the course of you know uh, a night and a half... Uh, was enough, you know? Yeah. Spending that time, putting the time in. She got to see that I could be kind of fun yes. and funny. You and, were yourself. Uh, you were yourself, right? And you, yeah, yeah, the pressure exactly. was off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the weekend, you know, I'd said to her, it's too bad that I know you through my ex-girlfriend. And she said, oh, I was thinking the same thing. And then oh. I grabbed her and I brought her around the corner where no one could see. And I laid a big smoocher on her. Look at Bunny shaking his head. Bunny's is like, no, bro, hey, no. Look, we're not all just like we're not all just super handsome, and the girls just come flocking to us. Some of us have to work hard for it. Okay, this guy Bunny has no idea what it's like to be me. No idea. Bundus I've had to try for women before. Of course, I have. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to like. St- I feel like Bunny can do everything that you did in one facial expression. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Two days of work for me is. Like like two minutes for abundance. 
<laughs> Did you hear about the guy who went on a 75-day silent retreat that started back in March, and uh, he's just come out of it, and uh, he had no idea what was going on in the world? <gasps> pretty really? Much. Man, that actually sounds awesome. You know, to to have not no idea that this is going on and not be dealing with any anxiety or stress about it. It's he was of... literally living in like a cabin in the middle of nowhere in the state of Vermont, and uh, <laughs> he was a it was a silent retreat. He was, uh, I, I guess, he's a staff member at this monastic academy. I don't okay. know what that is. Uh, obviously, something where it's like spiritual or mm-hmm. you know. And uh, he did 75 days in isolation, and he came out and started checking the news and realized he's like, whoa, things have changed a little bit in the last 75 days. I mean, he would have known about coronavirus, right, 75 days ago? When was the actual day he went in? Did it say here? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like uh, it's two months and a bit, so... Hmm. So he he yeah, left. He would have been aware it was coming just when it was starting. Yeah, seventy five days without talking. I wonder what that does to you to be on like a silent retreat like that. I and you wonder like, do you talk to yourself? Is that allowed? If you're uh, no, in no, a, no no no, you can't. <laughs> it's a vow of silence. Usually, like if you go somewhere, people will ha- and there's it's like a group retreat. People will have a button on saying like, I'm not speaking. It's a vow of silence. So if you're doing a silent uh, retreat, you're really not supposed to talk. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I mean, I've spent almost a week on my own on a sailboat without anyone being like with me. Yeah. But I'm talking to myself. You almost all, had to tell yourself to shut the hell up. I'm like, Tucker, <laughs> no, yapping over there. <laughs> Stop flapping your gums, Tucker. <laughs> yes. It's true though. I think I think the first thing you probably deal with is like your own inner dialogue. And then when that goes away, I think you get to like some sort of spiritual revelation. That's what they say. Oh, you think you stop talking to yourself in your head? I think, Two? yeah, you go deeper. I think when you're on the boat for a week by yourself, all of that nattering that you're doing is distracting you from, like, actually going deep into your own thoughts. You're just like a human worm lying there, <laughs> no thoughts, just body moving. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're a human I can't worm. imagine even wanting to get to that state. Really? I mean... And what kind of life are you having where you get to just cut out for 75 days? That's the part that I'm, like, jealous of. Yeah. You know, to be able to, like, all right, this is part of my uh, work process. I'm going to take 75 days to go just hang in a cabin in Vermont. I knew this guy. I knew this guy who went on that uh, to Peru uh, and went into the rainforest for... 30 days and did like a retreat cleanse where you eat oh, that Oh, like plant. the ayahuasca whole yeah. thing? Ayahuasca, yeah. yeah. And then mm. you get sick and you start puking and then you come to yeah, a revelation that and... way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and basically, it's like, it sounds like the worst drug trip ever, but people who do it say that they can find some sort of enlightening that way. And, yes. You know, they get a different perspective on the world. Well, I that's, think it's... that's essentially what, what, what this guy's doing on a monastic yes. retreat. You're trying to, cr- your, your body produces DMT naturally. Which is the same thing that people are fast tracking when they go drink ayahuasca. Your body oh. can do it naturally. And through going deeper within without speaking and quieting that inner voice without having sex. This is why monks don't have sex. You can naturally produce a DMT trip. 
Mm. So he's essentially doing ayahuasca the proper way or the natural alchemical way. The natural way. way. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the professor. Oh, he has schooled us again. Is in the building and class is in session, everybody. <laughs> oh, yes. Would you ever do a retreat like that, Bundes? Yeah, totally. I would love to. I would love to go to, to 75 days, no talking, even to yourself. I told you, like, one of my, my, my dreams is to go to Tibet and to, like, hang out with Buddhist monks up in the mountains and, like, meditate with them. Really? Totally. I would love to do that. So intrigued. Yeah, but is that because you saw uh, Batman Seth- Begins <laughs> and, like, Christian Bale was off totally. and looked like Tibet or someplace near there? Right. And then Maybe. you saw Seven Years in Tibet starring Brad Pitt, <laughs> and he was I, so handsome. I literally want to be the Dark Knight. Come on. That's, that's why I want to go. I. That's true. That's true. And you'd fly there in your F-14 Tomcat because you also want to be Maverick from yes. Top Gun. Yes. Yeah, it's a real little <laughs> There's two sides. There's two sides to Bundus. One side is Maverick. The other side is a Buddhist monk. Okay. Coronavirus is making hooking up with people impossible for some of us, whether it's because you're single and you can't hang out with people because you're in lockdown or because you have a toddler and you don't have one freaking second to yourself. Single so- parent. Oh, no babysitters available right now? How are you going to go hook up with somebody? Forget about it. So what happens if you don't have sex for a long time? Is it bad for your body? Uh, (laughs) Experts have weighed in. Yeah. No, of course not. It's bad for your body. I mean, listen, you can remedy this by uh, perhaps indulging in a bit of self-love. Okay, well... Sure. Sex sex is a fantastic stress reliever. So maybe like if you've been cooped up and you're wondering why you're stressed out and uh, you've been in lockdown, it's maybe it's because, you know, you used to use sex as a stress reliever and now you're not. Um, Brain fog. Get ready for tons of it. When you got more blood rushing to your brain, guess what? It clears the fog. Uh, you're more on point. Wait you're a sharper. Minute. Wait a second. Wait a minute. Yep. Bundes and I have the same question here. Oh, your blood's rushing somewhere else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> well, yeah, like if you're listen. having sex, yeah, isn't your, blush, isn't your blood rushing to your loins instead it's, of your head? No, no. It's or is it, it both? Increased circulation of the blood. Increased circulation, okay? okay? It's just so, moving through your body, and as a result, it also like clears out your brain. Clears gotcha. out your brain. Defogs. It literally enhances your brain function. Uh, it boosts your immune system. It lowers your risk of heart disease, too. So experts are saying if you are in lockdown and you can't get out and you can't see somebody that you normally hook up with, practice self-love, self-pleasure. It can really help in these times. You Thank you for the <laughs> green light on self-pleasure, Mara. Appreciate it. <laughs> I love this audience yeah. I have. These two guys just staring at me on FaceTime yeah. going, uh-huh. Oh, okay. you mean it's okay to do that? I'm not going to go to hell? I'm not going to grow a hair on my hand? <laughs> it can be very good for you, Tucker. Thank you. You know, yesterday I went by um, my car dealership because I had to book an appointment for my truck to get some things fixed. And man, did I ever have trouble having a conversation with the guy behind the counter because he was wearing a mask 
I guess I'm I guess most of us are are big lip readers. That's a whole part of it is just looking at someone's lips to understand what they're saying. And when the mask is there, are you I'm finding it so hard to understand people. It's the mask and the plexiglass and that the can plexiglass. get a little like when you got both yes. going. I was at the bank yesterday <laughs> and I couldn't quite understand what they were saying every time just because it wasn't loud enough for me. Oh, I can only understand how, uh, how frustrating it must be when you're working in a job and you're behind the plexiglass and you've got the mask on. I think mm-hmm. it's something like we can recognize like 250,000 different facial expressions and the actual communication of words is about like 35% of, of how we interpret a conversation. Yeah. Did you know that off the top of your head? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. You are amazing. You are amazing, Bundes. The professor has struck again. He's facts. You know. As long as he says it with some element of confidence, we're all buying into it, too. He could just totally make this stuff up. Do you have a photographic memory? No, I just, when I go home, what I do is literally watch university, like, professors doing lectures. I never paid attention in school when I was, like, in high school, but all of a sudden in my older age, I got really fascinated with the world and how things are or why they are the way they are, and I just started doing a lot of reading and research. What a catch. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no one no one has denied uh, that uh, Bundes is a catch. It's the question of uh, if he's willing to uh, throw himself thrown? at you. you know? That's the issue. <laughs> that's the issue. Yeah, yeah you're standing yeah. there waiting. It's not the catching to... part. It's that yeah. he's not interested in being caught. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. right. You know, we're using these masks wrong, though. Uh, they just came out with these five things that we're doing wrong with our masks okay mm. yeah, number but one doing them all you're probably doing them all using the wrong material material okay maybe a friend made you a mask and that's great and everything but the best reusable face masks are breathable fibers with tight weaves like cotton like kind of like a, a cotton bed sheet or even denim Denim mm. is actually not a bad face mask. Somebody sent me a text the other day here at Energy. I can't remember her name. She has a vinyl one. Oh, it was Ricky. She has a vinyl face mask. That's not a breathable fiber. <laughs> Artificial fiber. That's going to be hot this That's summer, like Ricky. That's saran wrap around your face, essentially. It yeah. looks pretty badass, though. Yeah, yeah. It looks great. Uh, what about put, neoprene? I see people wearing that almost. It looks like wetsuit material. You know, that kind yes. of rubbery-ish. Uh, is that on a list of what's I'm, good? I'm not seeing that that's there, but I, ideally you want at least a 100 thread count. That's okay. what you want when you're looking. So when you hold it up to the light, it's not too thin. Okay. When's you're the last put- time you saw what the thread count was on one of your old T-shirts? Like, other than <laughs> sheets, I have no clue no what idea. thread count even means. Right. They don't yeah. want to tell you what the thread count is because it's probably like three. <laughs> it's so low, right? <laughs> uh, we're putting on our mask too late. Ideally, we should put it on before we leave the house or at least before you get out of the car. We're waiting till we walk into the store or something like that. And that yeah, might well, that's ex- what I do. You put it on before you get out of the car? I, I put it on before I go into the store. Like if I, I biked to a place yesterday, I had to mail a package from my mother-in-law, and uh, I, I have the mask around my neck, and then I put it up before I go in just to you know, respect the people that are inside there, the workers and the people that are customers. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's good. We're taking it off too early. So we put it on too late. We're taking it off too early. You've seen, I mean, John Tory did it the other day at uh, Trinity Bellwoods Park. He was standing there, probably showed up with the mask on, started hanging out Nobody with some recognized people. him. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> uh, wait, I'm famous. You guys should be recognizing who I am. So I, I better pull the mask down so you can see that I'm your mayor, Toronto. Everyone else just thought he was dad. Dad's here. Your dad's yeah. here to pick you up from Trinity Bellwoods. Yeah. Um, we're accidentally contaminating it, which means you're touching your mask, you're adjusting it, you're wearing okay, it around your neck. Okay, but all the stuff you're talking about is like, to me, that's sort of the two months ago when we were trying to wear masks not to get infected. Now I feel like we're wearing masks for another reason, which is we're just trying to slow down the spread of our moisture coming from our mouth. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if I, t- if, I, if, if I left home and I haven't touched anything and then I touch my mask with my hands and put it on and then go in and then I pull it off i feel like yeah i'm probably not protecting myself but the Mm -hmm. mask isn't really creating a form of protection anyway for you yeah it's protecting other people you're right i'm I'm just worried about other people so i don't see that changing if i touch it afterwards and the other this is the last one you're not going to like this we're not washing our masks actually we're never washing them never cloth masks should be washed after every single use on the hottest setting possible, they say. I don't want you walking around with a dirty mask. Everyone's going to be like, oh, who's that guy? Dirty mask. Gross. (laughs) Thanks for that, Maura. You're welcome. Thanks for telling us we're all doing it wrong. (laughs) So what kind of sexual dream does our very own playboy, Professor Bundes, have to have for it to (laughs) disturb him? To the point where he brings it up on the show. I mean, I, I can only, I mean, I think of the things that you've done in real life. And yeah. uh, some of those would probably, some of those incidents would probably disturb me. But <laughs> for you to have a dream about something that uh, that throws you off, I wonder, what were you up to in that dream? It, it was such an odd dream. I don't know how to really explain it. I was, I was at a at a bar or a club and... I was partying around a bunch of different people, but I was actively trying not to sleep with anybody. I was trying not to cross a line. I guess in my dream I had a girlfriend or something, and I didn't want to, like, you know, Mm, do something wrong. And I had all these pretty girls coming up to me, and there was one guy that was constantly, like, trying to hit on me, too. And People couldn't stop themselves. (laughs) Bundes is there. He's dancing at a club. Everybody was attracted to you. Everybody wants a piece. So far, pretty good dream. Anyway, (laughs) somehow or another, I end up back at my my place in my dream, which was not my place. It was a place I just imagined. I I don't know. Location is actually very important when you're looking back at dreams. Location. Oh, okay. It, yeah. <laughs> Tucker just rolled his eyes. It's yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. I used to talk to yeah, a yeah. dream expert all the time on our show. So she used to say, pay attention to the location. It was kind of dark. It wasn't like a fancy Dark place. like your life. Yes, it was dark like my life. relationship. Yes. Okay. You know. Okay. So I, I, some of the people from the club were back at my place. Um, and they one by one kind of started to leave and I was getting them all out. And then there was just this dude left that had been trying to get with me all night long. I finally kind of got him to, 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 to walk like out the door and he started walking to the elevator and then he shapeshifted and he transformed into a woman. <laughs> okay. And then your views changed. As I was about to go down the elevator, he kind of came at me to try uh-huh. to kiss me. And wow. I, 
I kind of like stopped it at first and then it happened and then my ex-girlfriend magically appeared and was looking at me. It was it was oh. just like the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Here. What does it mean? I know. Like, I, I woke right up after and I was like started analyzing like what does this mean? Like what what does this say about me? Well, I'll tell you what that means. You're still in love with your ex-girlfriend. You know, you still have Clearly. feelings for her. You're worried that she's gonna break up with you again even though you're not together. Maybe you know? maybe that's well, it. Well, it's it's interesting you bring that up, Tucker, because I feel like, you know, her being there watching you do something it does have some significance, you know. Sure. Her, her being there it's... watching you and then you feeling guilty about making out with the shapeshifter. <laughs> mm, very interesting. Uh, Didn't you just well... call her last week? Yeah, it was her birthday. And yeah. she's yeah, like, she's still in your head. she's moved on. She's, she's moved on. Head. Yeah, she's having a baby. She told me she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, how, that's, see, that's weighing on you. Yeah. It was very unexpected for her to just walk into that dream and stare right at me with this look of disgust that I've seen so many times in the past <laughs> from her. <laughs> <laughs> there it is again, that face. Oh. All I can say to you, Bundes, is let her go. <laughs> oh, here we go. Let her go. <laughs> Is that you, God? <laughs> she has moved on. She is with another man who treats her better than you ever treated her. And now she is created another human being with that man. She is lost forever. <laughs> It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't not. meant to be with her. No. No, I guess not. No, it was. <laughs> it was. I just screwed it up really, really bad. It wasn't meant to be. No, I don't think she was the one. I think there's other people out there for you. No, no, no. I'm looking here. It says she was the one. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. People I shocked am... that you have never watched The Breakfast Club? <laughs> Apparently, that was sacrilegious to say that. Uh, 1-800-953-2464. Kelly says, Maura, you and I can no longer be friends. Hashtag Breakfast well. Club. <laughs> then, I apologize to Kelly personally for saying I've never seen The Breakfast Club. She's like, Breakfast Club, pretty in pink. 16 candles, marathon weekend, do it. Report your findings you on Monday. Seen, <laughs> have you not seen Pretty in Pink? No. Oh, you love that movie. No. Nope. You've never seen 16 candles? No. What about Say Anything, you know, John Cusack with the, with the no. boom box? 
No. That wasn't a John Hughes movie, though, no, was it? No, it's still in the 80s, like, called, like, yeah, uh, yeah. teen iconic. Iconic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's funny. She what about to uh, say, uh, Weird Science? You ever seen Weird Science? That was a John uh, Hughes movie from that era. No. Haven't seen Weird Science. Uncle Buck? I believe I have seen Uncle Buck. But not in the, that's not in this. I wouldn't put it in the same categories like the Molly Ringwall trilogy. You know, 16 Candles, Breakfast Club, and Pretty in Pink. Kelly says, oh, but you've seen all the RoboCops, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have, Kelly, and that is called Mora Research. Mora only watches movies she's in. Research. Uh, you should know that. <laughs> Research right there for my method acting as a yeah. thespian, okay? <laughs> Um, uh, what as a thespian? As a thespian. No th- a thespian. <laughs> <laughs> What's the fancy word for actor? A thespian? A uh, thespian. Yeah. I think a it's thes- a thespian. It's a thespian for sure. <laughs> uh, thespian. A thespian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, P, not B. <laughs> um, uh, uh, is it possible to? Yeah. Andrea and Rosie said, "OMG, do you live under a rock?" Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, even if you weren't born before those movies came out, I feel like they're all movies that people have seen. Just like uh oh god, who's the other filmmaker I'm thinking of with um Jay and Silent Bob? Um jeez, why I, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. Uh Clerks and um yeah. Mall Rats and Oh yeah. Oh, come on. Give no. me a break. Kevin, you mean Kevin you Smith. Guys, you, it's, Silent, it's Silent Bob. Kevin Smith is who's the director. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kevin Jay Smith Silent movies. Bob. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Kelly says you can redeem yourself right now if you've seen Police Academy 1, 2, and 3. And uh, <laughs> yes, uh, I have seen Police Academy. Uh, okay, Leanne says she's never seen Bres- Breakfast Club either or Top Gun. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, that's ridiculous. Have you have have you seen Clerks or uh, Jane Silent Bob? Uh, I've seen that Jane or whatever Jane, Jane Silent yeah? Bob. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Chasing Amy. You see that? Nope. Mall rats. Mall rats. Mall rats nope. was a good one. Shag. Yeah. We're getting Shag. I don't know if that rings a bell. Uh, wow. Alexa, Did you just Alexis? not watch movies until like 2005 or what? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Alexis says Blazing Saddles or Young Frankenstein. Do those ring a bell? Yeah. No. Young Frankenstein. Was that a young Johnny Depp in that one? I forget who was in that. Oh, maybe not Johnny Depp. God. No, that's Gene Wilder. It, they're both uh, Gene Wilders in both those movies. Mel Brooks. Young Frankenstein must have been. A, there was a newer version of that then, I, I thought. I could be wrong. Catherine. Have you seen Edward Scissorhands? Yes. I love Tim Burton. I'm all okay. over Tim Burton movies. Um, Catherine says uh, she just found out that her husband hasn't seen, uh, what was the, was it 16 Candles? What was the one we were talking about? Breakfast yeah. Club. That uh, her husband hasn't seen Breakfast Club either, and she's yelling, shame! 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 Ding, ding! <laughs> Thanks for the text messages. 1-800-953-2464. I got to be honest with you. I'd like to speak out against a group of people who have been really pissing me off. And really, uh, I'm at my wit's end here. Um, I'd like to tell all the people who have been bragging about making bacon in the oven to shut the (laughs) F up. All right? I finally did it. I listened to you. Wait a second. 
Exactly. Oh, you got to do it in the oven. Yo, if you're not making bacon in the oven, you're making a huge mistake. Really? Oh, there's People less splatter. It's perfectly cooked every time. You got to make it in the oven. Make it in the oven. <laughs> you're using a pan. You're an idiot. <laughs> Tried it in the oven, and guess what? It sucked. It sucked. No. It's not the same. No. It's not the same. Did you cook it on some parchment paper? You put a little parchment paper. I did it all. I did it exactly like they told me to do it. You got to make it in the oven. Give me a break. It is not the same. You know what it tasted like? It tasted like resort bacon. You know, if you're lucky enough to go to a resort and you're eating the bacon, you're like, it's okay. You know, it's perfectly cooked. I don't know. I guess I just like bacon from a pan. That's weird because we have bacon in many different ways. And uh, it, I, I don't really even notice the difference between the oven and the pan. Oh, well, look, you're not making it right in the pan then, I guess. <laughs> guess you're making a mistake. More, it's got to be in the pan. It's I'm part be of the, the pan. pan. You got okay. the pan people, you got the oven people. And the oven people seem to convince that that is the way you got to do it. You got to get, you got to do like a whole pack in a pan and you got to let like, you got to cook it slow enough that once all the, you know, everything, like all the fat liquefies and then you get that to the right temperature and then you're off and running. You do the whole pack, one pan? Yeah. Oh, I'm a magician. Big mistake, buddy. Big mistake. You're doing a whole pack. You got to do that in the oven. You're not doing it in the oven. You're an idiot. I can't believe it. You lay bacon on top of bacon in a pan? Big mistake. I, uh, I'll tell you what I do is uh, once I get up and running and the, the you know everything's at the right temperature, I usually leave stuff just on the side and I move it into the cooking zone. And so How big some is of my bacon's done before. The, the first pieces are done before the last pieces. It's not all done at the same time. Oh, there's And then problem. as I, I clear out room, once I got some ready, I move it over onto the piece of paper with the paper towel, and then I move a couple more into that cook zone. Uh-huh. It is way, I, I'm telling you, my whole family was like, huh, it's not as good as when you normally do it. Wow. They're ripping on me for the oven bacon. Steve just sent us a text. He says... Let me guess, the, I'm doing it wrong. Doing he it wrong. says, the oven with with the parchment paper is yeah. the absolute way to go oh yeah. yeah steve forget about it you're out of my life now <laughs> tired of you oven bacon people <laughs> i'm surprised i'm surprised um larry sent us a text he says bacon in the oven stays flat better presentation yeah well then learn how to cook it in a pan <laughs> Maybe maybe for people who don't know how to cook it properly in a pan, it seems like a way better idea. But uh, I'm just, I'm not on board. And then you got, oh, then I got this pan full of grease. I got to figure out where to put that. Oh, dip your oh. bread in it, buddy. Thank me later. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let it cool a little bit, then you swallow it. You drink <laughs> it down. Liza says bacon in the oven for sure. So much easier. Yeah, I'm telling you, it is a vocal group, those bacon in the oven people. I'm Rachel. trying to get people to switch, and uh, they're not getting me. I tried Rachel. it. it was, uh, and it, by the way, it was perfectly cooked in the oven the way it was supposed to be, and it came out looking like it was great, but it tastes its chewier. doesn't have the crispness as much as when you're doing it in a pan properly. Rachel says bacon in the oven is the best. Yeah. <laughs> These people, I feel like... Uh, we're all uh, vegetarians trying to convince us to make it away so we get off Uh-oh. it entirely. Here comes another. This one from the 647. Start oh. the bacon in the oven. Transfer it to the pan. That's oh, the way to do that's it. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs>
Then you get the best of both worlds, right? Then you got like extra stuff to clean. Like it's not bad enough. Oh man, Catherine's saying bacon in the air fryer. No, well, come on, Catherine. Oh, and that's a whole other movement right now. The air fryer movement. Have you seen that? Oh, you gotta get an air fryer. What about bacon oh. on the barbecue? Ooh, thank oh, done you, that. Yeah. Yes, very done good. That. It's a, it, you can have some pretty epic barbecue fires when you do that. Nice. You nice. know, flames. <laughs> mixing flames with bacon fat is a recipe for fire, but uh, <laughs> but it, it, it's part of the challenge. You know, yes. moving it around, going to a spot that's not on fire yet, not that, <laughs> putting the other fire out. <laughs> Haley says, sounds like Tucker's alone on his pan fry bacon. Well, that's fine. <laughs> I'll enjoy it. I'll enjoy it the way it should be done. And you guys can continue with your hack version of what it's supposed to be. What can I tell you? I didn't know there was a I just wanted to send that message. Yeah, I got to tell you, sometimes it's great to have this job because then I have a (laughs) microphone and the ability to let everybody who's been misleading me. I give. I have an opportunity to tell them off. Well, somebody said that you must be cooking it at the wrong temperature in the oven. That oh, text yeah. See, from the six four seven. It's getting burned. <laughs> <laughs> I must be doing it wrong. I knew that was going to happen. I knew. Yeah, this movement is You're just... an idiot. I'm, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I know. I'm an idiot. But <laughs> okay. Imagine you're in your car and it won't slow down. What do you do? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'd like to think that I would know what to do in this situation, but it did happen to a woman. Uh, she was driving. She called 911 saying that uh, the vehicle will not slow down. The police dispatcher, like there were police that eventually found her and then started, um, you know, they had a car in front and a car behind. Was Remember she on the, the highway? Movie Speed? With um, yeah, Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock. <laughs> of course I remember and Speed. <laughs> it's kind of like that, except her car just wouldn't slow down. It wasn't going to blow up if she dropped below a certain speed. But was but she, she on had a police the, on the escort highway? as they were trying to figure it out. She was on the highway, yeah. Oh, but thank God. She was almost losing control because she'd come up to vehicles and she had to kind of pass them and she'd end up on the shoulder. And it was a nightmare. Was, was her brakes out or was the accelerator stuck? Well, that's a great question. We don't have all the details yet, but it would appear that the regular brake that she would use wasn't working. And I mean, I don't know why she didn't just like turn the car off unless it was maybe a push button start and you can't just turn the key. Um, what happens if you turn, you can the, turn car the key off? off and still leave the wheel accessible? You know, like if you turn it just one notch and not both notches so your wheel doesn't can lock do and then that? eventually you'd... S- like when you're on the yeah, highway going like 100, you can literally turn your car off? Yeah. Well, really? I can because my car is 12 years old. <laughs> I don't know how it works with a proximity key. Right. But if you're in your vet and it's like driving out of control, you could just turn the key and turn it off and make sure the wheel stays, uh, you know, it doesn't lock. Yeah, I guess, I guess my first instinct would be to put the car in neutral and then apply yeah. brakes. And if brakes don't work, then I would apply the emergency brake. Mm. And okay. try and slow the car down like that. Now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're talking. So, uh, yeah, my thought would be, yeah, you, you can't turn it off. You put it in neutral and you blow the engine if you have to, if the accelerator you know is struck. But eventually you'll slow down. 
I was thinking that you just find somewhere to like get off the road and just hope that the terrain slows you down. That's the worst <laughs> no. idea. Yeah. Realizing. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just drive into a wall. That'll slow me down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you, fence, you get on the grass you know, or and a... you're in like a farmer's field. Like some, I'm going to slow down, look for a bale of hay, you know, well, like in the movies. <laughs> sure. You know, if you went into the ditch of the highway or something, it might be soft enough that, that you would slow down the wheels would just start spinning in mud. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. That's what I would All do. Right. Well, this, eventually, the police dispatch uh, coached this woman on how to slow it down. Emma, this is Becky. I need you to listen to me right now, okay? Okay. All right. Now, I want you to take a hold of your emergency brake and just gradually pull that a little bit and see if it slows you down at all. Emma, does it slow you down at all? Yeah. Yeah. Get out. You're okay. Yep. Yep. That's working. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, my God. That would be me. That would be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it would be you. Now, based on your... Either that or I would, like, slam into some barn, some chicken coop in the country. <laughs> you take out all the animals. <laughs> Look out! Honking my horn. Oh, so it worked? She just hit that parking brake? Yeah, she just had to pull the emergency brake. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Who would have thought? I guess that's what it's there for. I'm sure there's some high heel stories too, right? Like high oh. heels can't be easy to drive a car. Well, just think about it. Like I remember when I was first learning to drive, I literally brought a change of shoes. <laughs> yes, yeah, because I'd always have my heels, and then I would switch into you know flats to do my driving lessons because you really are losing quite a bit of range of motion when your heel is already pumped up that high. Yeah, and you get yeah. your heel caught in the mat, and then all of a sudden you can't brake or you can't accelerate. It can be bad. Yeah, and then sure. you got to aim for a barn full of animals <laughs> to slow you down. Something soft. <laughs> I heard a cattle. Oh, that'll slow me down. They look soft enough. I was thinking more chicken coop, to be honest. But chicken yeah. coop, yeah. I don't know if they're heavy enough to slow you down, though. I think you just go right through that chicken coop and keep going. And now you can't see because you got feathers all over the windshield. Do you guys know who Johnny Carson? You remember him, sure. right? He used to host The Tonight Show before Jay Leno uh, a million years ago. Well, he was a big fan of being alone, and I'm sure Bundes can appreciate this. Sure, yeah. He liked being alone so much that he had an $81 million home in Malibu, California, and it only had one bedroom. <laughs> that meant he never, ever, ever had to have house guests because there was nowhere for them to sleep. That's really funny. Johnny Carson is my spirit animal. I'm literally in that situation now. We are just in like a two-bedroom apartment. So there's no spare bedroom for anyone to crash in. So no one crashes. Yeah. It's great. Well, there you go. <laughs> Did you know that uh, Winston Churchill was half American? No. His mother was born in Brooklyn, New York. Wow. I didn't realize that. Of course, he went on to be the prime minister of England and, mm -hmm. you know, during World War II. Pivotal figure through that era. 
fight of on history. the beaches. We've fight seen the, the crown, okay? <laughs> we know. <laughs> okay. I, I wanted to hear more of uh, Bundes doing Winston Churchill. <laughs> Were you doing an impersonation? Yeah, he was doing an impression. You just, like, oh. buried it. You know, like, oh, we, will, we will fight on the beaches. We will fight in the streets. His famous speech after, you know, he was, like, saving the, you know, soldiers from the beach. Wow. And he sent all the boats over. Remember that? I remember Dunker. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Hollywood sign. You may have seen it uh, before, if you've ever... Yeah, you, know. you know when I saw it? When I was at the premiere of Robocop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, baby. Uh, oh, yeah. That's when I saw we it. Should, we should have a bell we ring every time you make a Robocop reference. <laughs> you know what? The reason why that sign is there... <laughs> It's funny that that music has now become the theme song to Mora. I <laughs> pretty <feel> much, like. <laughs> it's become synonymous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Mora's got her own theme music. Play it again. <laughs> Thanks. Every time Robocop's mentioned, this comes on. I don't know why. It's not even flattering. No, it's like loser music. <laughs> That's exactly why. <laughs> Mora's theme music is loser music. Loser music. Thanks, Funness. Thanks a lot. Courtesy of like a game show from uh, the 1970s or something. <laughs> all right, all right. What uh, what's up with the Hollywood sign? Okay. Oh yeah. Back to our fun fact. About Let me the guess. Hollywood Land. Now it was originally created by an advertising agency in 1923 to promote a new real estate development. Oh really? You know, sometimes they'll be there. Uh, a big field, and you know yeah. they're about to develop it to make new homes, and they'll put up a sign saying, you know, like Talbot Village, or you know, yeah, something. Yeah. It was uh, Hollywood, and uh, that's and smart. Just people like it, and it stayed there. It drives me nuts when you see like a condo building going up, and they put in like a couple of pictures of the people they think will that will move in, and they're like always douchebags every time. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> you want another you know fun it. fact about Hollywood? Yes. Yeah. The uh, you remember how like uh, magic wands, like druid priests and stuff like that. The magic wand that was mm-hmm. made from Hollywood, and that's why Hollywood. You know, like the magic of Hollywood, it yeah. comes from from the, the the magic wand which was made out of a Hollywood tree, a holly tree. Yeah, anyway. All right. This is a fun fact, guys. The whole yeah, bit yeah, is no, fun fact. Professor. Like, <laughs> you know what? I have <laughs> to look up my fun facts. Eh? But it's just they come out of his brain. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. Did you know this? Every baseball that's used in major and minor leagues is rubbed with special mud from New Jersey before it's shipped or used in a game. Why? I don't know. Special mud from New Jersey? I guess it's like a tradition. Oh, it's a tradition. It's not like to temper the wood or something. I don't know. I, t- I don't know. It's you baseball. don't have all the answers? It's a, Every baseball is used... Is is rubbed with this special mud? Oh, I guess. Okay, that's great. <laughs> Worst fun fact ever. You? Did I disappoint you? Yes. Okay. How about this? You've seen Castaway with Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. The screenwriter who wrote Castaway 
wanted to have an experience of his own. So he actually spent a week alone on a deserted island for research. And while he was there, a volleyball washed up on the shore, which is where he got the idea for Wilson! (laughs) That's amazing. Really? That's amazing. Now you can ask me where the volleyball came from? (laughs) No. What island was he on? I don't know. (laughs) Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3.